Welcome to the Build and Inspire podcast. We meet incredible people building amazing things, so you'll be inspired to build what you're passionate about. Spot. Yeah, happy to have you here. Um, I just joined like a couple weeks ago and it feels like home. Well, I got to get the on the terrace, first of all. We got to get a picture there before I leave. Well, I mean, there are views of the east, west, north, and south. It's pretty, pretty amazing. Of New Jersey, right? New Jer- you can see Jersey. I mean, your home. As long as I see New Jersey, I always feel like uh, just Jer- like Jersey power. Strong. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Jersey strong forever. Fist, fist pump. Yes. I mean, you know, you, you know, fist pump. Pump. Yes. But we because you're like. Fist. Bump, yeah, but you know, they can't see us, but like my hair, my hand, my hair. Your hair, your Jersey hair, yes. <laughs> My New Jersey hair, right? My hand is going up because you're pumping. Yes. Remember, we don't pump our own, you're from Jersey. We, we don't pump our, I am from Jersey and I always actually enjoy having someone pump my own gas. That is true. Uh, I had this conversation yesterday and people are like, are you afraid? I'm like, no. Afraid, I, of, afraid of what? Exactly. I don't want to get out of my car. It's cold, it's raining. It's cold, it's raining and yeah, I mean... Let's just embrace our, our state. Exactly. I love New Jersey. Yeah. So, uh, Jay, you and I have known each other now for like three years? Wow. Four years? It's been three, four years? I think so. Oh my God. It seems like forever. Something like that. And I think, and you and I met while I was actually trying to sell technology to you while you were at MasterCard. That's correct. And even though you didn't end up buying anything from me, I think you and I just became... I, I, I bought into you. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. I, I'm turning red right now. <laughs> I know. I can see. <laughs> You're wearing a pink shirt. Yeah. Like it's like, or maybe it's peach. But it's it's like a peach You're pink. You're changing some sort of color to be more similar to the shirt. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that brought us together, really, at least, you know, we were always friends, but what really made us really, really close, like I consider you one of my best friends right now, is you. you were inspired to build something new, a new type of agency that's really just changing the way you work with clients, the way agencies work. And especially in this world where agencies are going through massive changes. Basically, we have the Accentures, Deloitte's of the world coming after their business. There's a lot of people bringing in things internally. So tell us about what you're building, why you're building it, and what inspires you. Well, thanks for the opportunity, Leo. And um I um, actually, it's very strange because about a year ago, right at this moment was the time when um, I left um, my previous uh, employer. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, at that point, I had a decision to make. And the decision to make was, do I follow a traditional path or do I create something on my own? Mm -hmm. Um, This time of year is not necessarily the best time to search for a job. uh, It's the fall. Mm -hmm. And in the fall... um, budgets aren't there and um, people's mindsets aren't there, right? And it's not like people are waiting to hire me. Mm -hmm. So what I did was I went on a little bit of a journey and I decided to ask uh, a lot of my friends, including you, a lot of questions. And what I did was I wrote them down, Mm -hmm. um, the questions and and the answers, and I kept them all in my little uh, Google Keep app. Mm -hmm. And um, as I talked, about 80% of the conversations I had were pretty much follow the path. Yeah. Um, the path defined by the man. Sure. And um, then every so often I would get these really um, 
earth shattering types of conversations, like the conversations mm-hmm. we, we had, Leo. Yeah. And by the path, by the man, you mean like you're the nine to five, the nine to five, let's you know, drive to work. You're, you're going to go to work and you're going to, um, you know, be promoted and, uh, you know, you'll get your raise and you're going to be happy sure. and, and all that. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with no, that. No, there's not. Right. I mean, I have plenty of friends that are doing quite well in, in that world, but for me, I wanted something more. And as I talked to people, I started to notice trends. Mm-hmm. I noticed, uh, yeah, we're sitting here in this, this workplace yeah. and the workspace, and there's this entrepreneurial energy. It's an energy that's contagious. And I was, I, I saw that and I noticed that all these people are walking around outside during working hours. What is it that they're doing? <laughs> what do you do all day? What do you do all day? Yeah. Um, and then I noticed, um, that there uh, was a trend that was leaning towards this idea that an infrastructure mm-hmm. is not necess- is not necess- it's not a necessity. Sure. You don't need an infrastructure in order to succeed in business, yeah. especially are, today. Especially today, we're recording a professional podcast yep. with something you bought on Amazon. That is true. That is true, and you shouldn't be embarrassed. No, about that. thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. You should actually be proud of yourself. And so the the, the barriers to entry are lower. The other thing that I was noticing um, in all these people that I was talking to is that I had a lot in common with a lot of the people that I was talking to, whether it was an agency person Mm -hmm. or a person that I work with in my job uh, in the corporate um, environment, a professor, a friend, um, past uh, students that I was in class with, people that were trying to do things on their own Mm -hmm. were lonely. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's... It's hard being an entrepreneur, even even if you're at a bigger organi- organization, being the CEO or any part of leadership, it could get lonely up there as well. It could well. get lonely. Um, and the other thing that I, I, I noticed, and, and remember, this is not just me uh, coming up with this. This is me talking to people and saying, so what's on your mind yeah. and listening. Yeah. And when I listened, what I gathered from these um, people is that a lot of times the skills that they bring to the table mm-hmm. are not enough. What do you mean? Meaning, if you're uh, going into a client and your expertise is uh, market research, Mm -hmm. that's just part of the marketing mix. Yeah, that's true. So um, I um, went to a workshop um, in January. So we'll fast forward to January. Mm -hmm. And in January, I went to a workshop and the workshop was called Reverse Engineering Your Career from Your Passion. I actually didn't know you went to this. You didn't know? No, I didn't know you. Didn't I went this. to this workshop. All right. And it was at Columbia University where I got my um, grad degree. Mm-hmm. And um, the, the speaker, his name is Pedro Manrique. Yeah. He's in the collective. And he laid out something that was very simple. Um, if you define your core values, you know who you are and you know where you're going. Amazing. Right. You're North Star. You're North Star. And so at that moment, after talking to lots of people, in the cold of January, <laughs> I wrote down my core values. Yeah. And it wasn't like I just did it that day. It was years in the making. Yeah, yeah. And those core values are candor, curiosity, and collaboration. That's inspiring. You're supposed to say the three C's. Yeah, the three C's. Everyone says the three C's. But anyway, those three C's are things trademark. that... Trademark. That's trademark, yeah. Mm-hmm. Those three C's are things that uh, make me tick. There's three C's that you have. Yep. There are three C's that, um, that I appreciate in friends. 
Um, but I also realized that I wasn't getting those three C's in many other aspects of my life. Sure. Now that, that makes sense. So in like two sentences, what is the collective? What is the collective? The collective is an organization made up of individuals that is greater, the sum of the parts is greater mm-hmm. than, than um, the individual pieces. Yeah. So we have people that are experts at creative. We have people that are expert writers. We have people that are expert PR people. Yep. And all the people are my personal friends and colleagues that I know and trust and have mm-hmm. worked with in the past. And I knew that um, they would all benefit from the community we're creating. Yep. And more importantly, the customers. That is true. Uh, full disclosure, I, I am a partner at the creative, I'm also an advisor at the, collect- at the collective. collective. Sorry, yeah. yeah. And then, basically, I've already seen lots of really beneficial things come out of it. Like, I wanted to also teach a class online that I'd resell, and I went on there and I asked the question, and I got like twenty something responses, and people wrote paragraphs after paragraphs. Like, yeah, why do they do that? Because they care. What we're creating is an organization that is different than networking today. Mm-hmm. Networking today is, uh, if you think about it, like going on LinkedIn, it's like every person for themselves. Yeah. What we have here is the collective started off as 15 people. Um, uh, after that time, I defined my core values. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I sent an email, and mm-hmm. you were one of the people. You actually planned the first meeting yeah, with me. Yeah, I remember. And we, we um, invited those people. They all attended that meeting, which made me very proud. And we said, don't know what this is going to become, but we know that we're going to create something together. Yeah. And so when we established that community, the 15 people back forth, um, I have a question about this. I have a question about that. And there was some sort of generosity that exists yeah. that doesn't exist when you email someone and you say, hey, Jay, I could really use your help on something. And then next second you get a, you want to buy this? Yeah, yeah. This is it's more about genuine, authentic yeah. connections and building something together and sticking together. Yeah, no, 100%. Uh, so... You were a buyer for a very long time, right? You worked with agencies, technology vendors, so on and so on and so on. Do you think that other clients that were or are in your position are looking for something like this? Like, did you feel that you always wanted to work with someone who was more genuine, even if the work was great and they were less genuine? Yeah. Like, I mean, I think that there was no shortage of genuine people that I've come across in my life. And um, some of the most... Um, you know, the people that make an impression on me are, are still a part of my life. Mm-hmm. I, I actually have many friends that I've met in the same way that I've met you yeah, um, yeah. Um, that are a, an important part of my life. But um, as I've said um, in the past, the, the team that you work with is the most important part of the mix. Um, and the other thing is the culture. Mm-hmm. I mean, so if you take the team and the actual individuals that are creating, um, and then you have a toxic culture, you're sure. not going to get what you need. If you have one person that's super, but that person reports to someone that's not super, it, it yeah. doesn't work out. What I'm trying to do here, um, and what this group is trying to do is to establish something where you can count on the fact that you're going to get a senior 
person, and I'm not senior, right? We're not like elderly. Sure. Um, you know, and then no offense to anyone who is uh -huh. a senior citizen. But you're going to get a person with a, a roughly uh, 15, 20 or more years of experience. Yeah. Battle-tested. Battle-tested. They know their stuff. Delivered results for top uh, clients, top mm -hmm. agencies. And this person is your partner to create your strategy. Mm -hmm. But then when the time, and this person has a real full uh, pulse on the landscape, the technology, the tools, the, the marketing uh, elements. And they care. And they care. Right? That's because the most important part. They're curious. Having worked at an agency, or actually working at agencies most of my career, at least 50% of my career, uh, as much as I love my agency experience and my agency friends and the agency world, you know, sometimes you're put on accounts that you don't necessarily want to be on. But with you and your organization, people, I guess, get to pick and choose or... They get to pick and choose and I get to pick and choose. If you don't embody the values that um, are part of this organization, you're not going to be a part of the organization. Mm -hmm. uh, that's number one. And, and if as a customer yeah. uh, or a potential customer, I look at you and, I, and I just point. don't get the feeling that... Uh, there's that trust and that connection and that collaboration. That's a good point. Cause my choice. That's hard of right? for any hard. entrepreneur, right? Like someone's willing to give you money. Like yes. Jay, here's $50,000, whatever it may be to do something. And I need it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you want to, you're like, Oh, I should take this. No, it's in my experience. And as you're saying, it's always better to follow your gut. When it's you take follow those, your gut and, and you, you talk to your friends and the people in the group and you sort of put it out there and it, it should be pretty clear. It, it happens in dating a lot too, <laughs> you, know, yeah. uh, you I, know, but that's where candor comes in. Sure. Your, your, your candor is caring personally and challenging directly. And, mm -hmm. and if, if something just doesn't feel right, sure. then um, that's the time to, to have the conversation. I like that. I, um, I, I wanted that. to, I wanted to, to continue though, that, um, that account person uh -huh. knows the other people in the group based on the fact that we're interacting on a daily basis. Sure. And that account person then is able to pick the subject matter experts to mm -hmm. fulfill. So real casting. Yeah. This is the person. This is not, you're much. not going to get the same person for every single project. Yeah, Cause not everyone, even if they're fantastic copywriters, they may not be right for this specific project. Right. And, and at an agency, what would happen is we, we, we have an account director, we have a planner, we mm -hmm. have a strategist and we have a copywriter and you would get the same ones for every single oh, yeah. project. Yeah. And you know, and they would adapt and it, didn't make sense economically for you to have a, a different one. Yeah, yeah. But what we're trying to do is we're trying to have this level of consistency and sort of like a model for how we do it. Mm -hmm. And then we're bringing in the best of the best. And if someone isn't quite the right fit, we're going to adjust and adapt yeah, yeah. And, and iterate. Amazing. So how are, how are you meeting people nowadays? Well, um, we're sitting here at Workville. And uh, how did I get to Workville? Um, well, Kathy, who's a member of the collective, mm. introduced me to Shane, uh -huh. who is a member here at Workville, who invited me to this very room we're in right now Amazing. to have a meeting where I brought another member of the, the collective and we had a discussion about potential opportunities. And I thought to myself, I needed this place mm -hmm. um, to just sort of uh, really be able to be in the right mindset to work. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing like being around people having worked from home for a very long time or remotely yes i even just love being at a coffee shop you love being at a coffee way shop, better yeah. than being at home and there's a reason why you called me all the time when you were yeah. from home yeah because right? yeah. you I mean, wanted we skype all the time you wanted time. you wanted to talk 
<laughs> yeah, hundred percent. But you know, so that's just an example. So I know Kathy yeah. uh, from Mastercard. Kathy introduced me to Shane, who worked uh, with her at an advertising agency, who brought me to this place. And then since I've been here. Um, there have been three or four meaningful uh-huh. connections that I've made. Just right here. Just in this space. Wow. And and it has something to do with energy. I yeah. mean, you know, this energy. And like, you know, it's like, is it a coincidence that I'm working with a, a, a person who sells essential oils and in this space, uh-huh. there is someone that manages distribution of, of beauty products to Amazon and Sephora oh, wow. and wow. other brands like that. That's amazing. It really is amazing. And, like, it's and, serendipitous. And you and you have to just like the people that are here are not the kind of people that are like, don't interrupt me. Yeah. So speaking of energy, one of the things I love, and I know you and I talked a lot about, but it's really, really inspirational. When I look at your social media accounts professionally and your personal ones, in many ways, I can't tell the difference. And I say that in a really positive way. Like you took a trip to Thailand. Yes, I did. And basically the collective's... Instagram, Facebook, you name it, pretty much have pictures of your trip and you were tying it together with business. Like what inspired you to do that? And is it working? It's working. Um, And what inspired me to do that was the realization that I made that what what we've been talking about this whole podcast is um, something that is cannot be separated from me. Mm -hmm. I mean, the people I, the the one thing that was in common, you remember this on the first call. Um, we said, uh, tell me who you are, tell me what you do. And then everyone started introducing how they know Jay. (laughs) I didn't ask them to do that. Um, but it was sort of what happened. And so whether it's me, um, um, or whether it's, uh, uh, you Leo and what you've decided to do, those things are totally connected. Mm-hmm. And I, I, what I've noticed with uh, two of my clients is that their products have to connect mm-hmm. with their personal brand because the reason why they've established their beauty product or mm-hmm. their essential oil or um, whether it be a, an advertising agency mm-hmm. or, or, or anyone who we work for yeah. has to be baked in something that is authentic and genuine and real. And um, People like uh, are looking for that. So if you look at Tom's, yeah, Warby Parker, uh-huh. or any of these other brands, they're all based on something that is real. It's human, right? Human. Like there's, they're able to build that affinity because they're transparent. That's right, right. And, and they encompass the, the three C's. And my trip to Thailand was a very important part of my life. And a lot of people were saying to, saying to me before I went, like, why are you doing this? Yeah. I actually encourage you to. I, you I encouraged me to, to do it. Yeah. But, but I, I like, just I, do a yoga retreat. Yeah. You encouraged me to take that, that journey. I, I actually took my first trip to Kripalu based okay. on, on that. And then you encouraged me on yeah, this yeah. one too. But, but here's the thing. Um, Thailand's amazing, by the way, just in general. It was great. <laughs> I mean, I had the time of my life, but I also didn't see it as work. That's yeah, the thing. Yeah. Every Monday morning I wake up and I, uh, I don't say to myself, this is a drag. I have to go to work. Yeah. There are other people in my life that say that work is their number five priority. Yeah. That's my brother. He says that. Wow. And, and well, I, maybe we should edit that out. Because, <laughs> <laughs> we don't want his employer hearing that. Yeah. But you know, Oh, well, I mean, it's going to get that popular. Yeah. It's going to get that popular. <laughs> But anyway, the, the reality is that um, a lot of people um, get, get excited about other things. My, uh-huh. I was going through a tough time in my life. Mm-hmm. 
at the exact I remember a, per, a personal tough time yeah, yeah. in my life at the exact time where I decided that I'm going to invite 15 people yeah, yeah. into my life and it was magical uh, inspirational checking in on me yeah. but not just checking in on me because they were also participating because they believed that what we were creating together would be good yeah. for them as well we cared we care right care we'll yeah. to care and we all and and that it's well, great. I mean, it's just so great. You know, because I, I think one of the main differences is regardless, not regardless of where you work, but when you work at bigger organizations, right? At the end of the day, you just see it as the big organization. I'm just going to throw something randomly out there like Microsoft, right? Whether yeah. I'm there or not, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Right? Like there are thousands of people. What does it really mean? Mm -hmm. Right? And when we're looking at the collective, whether you're a client, a member, whatever, like I see Jay, right? I see the people in it. So I'm more accountable, right? And it feels real. And I see the successes. I see the failures. I see the progress. And that changes everything, right? Because if I don't do something or if I'm not at a meeting or I'm not making introductions or whatever it may be, I'm not letting the collective down. I'm letting, you know, a real person, you're, Jasmine, yes. Jay, et cetera. You, you're right. Um, and that is very, very powerful. And, um, and it's not to say again that mm. that that taking another path is wrong for anyone, but sure. it, but it is to say that it's okay to fail. Yeah, um, and 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 you and you can own it. And um, and um, one one time in an interview, I was asked the question, "When's the last time you failed?" Uh -huh. And my answer was not the most um, politically correct answer. Okay, but it was real. It was real. I mean, doesn't mean I was going to get that job. Yeah, yeah. But the answer was. I haven't. Yeah. And I truly believe that I haven't failed um, because I if I take the opportunity to learn from what it is that I did mm -hmm. and, and then uh, iterate it's, it's and improve progress. based on it, it's progress. Like, yeah. like you, you know, you could say I failed and then you could put your, your head down in, in, you know, and, and, and just resign. Yeah. That's failure. Sure. Yeah. But when you, when you say, oh my God, I've been punched. Um, and you ever hear that song? I get knocked down, but I get get yeah, up again. Get back up again. Never going to beat me down. Yeah. It's that concept um, that keeps us going. It's that concept that we're constantly looking to improve upon something in our lives, and uh, improve our relationships, improve uh, you know uh, our posture, whatever it is. Yeah. But you just because something doesn't go right doesn't mean that we're talking black and white thinking here. That's true. I I want to go back to something you've now pretty much alluded to or pretty much said twice already is that this is not the life for everyone and that's okay, right? Uh -huh. I think too many times, whether it's on social media or even having a cocktail with someone, we always put entrepreneurs like, that's the life we want, right? And if I don't feel that way, there's something wrong, right? Or if I don't want to work remotely, there's something wrong with me, right? And I always tell people that there's absolutely nothing wrong with you, right? Like to each their own. Mm -hmm. Everyone's going to find their own path and find what makes you happy and find that. And that to me, that's inspirational. Because if you tell me, I love going to my nine to five, every single day and I have the opportunity to come home and spend time with my kids or you know, focus on my hobby that I love and, and that's really what I focus on and this, that gives me the opportunity to do that, then that's amazing. Then that's fantastic and no one should ever look down on that. It's all about your relationship with yourself and the respect you have for yourself. You know, when I had, um, when I was at the nine to five, I never went to the gym. Yeah. I don't know why I never went to the gym because I would watch senior executives go to the gym all the time and spend a lot of time yeah. um, at the gym. 
now that I have my own firm and now that I've added yoga into my life, yeah. Monday comes around and at 11 o'clock I go to the 12 a.m. yoga class. I, you know, I go leave a, you know, a half hour early mm -hmm. to get there. I get ready. I spend an hour and a half and I don't feel bad about it. And then I come back and I'm able to focus more. Yeah. When I, when I, when I do that. It's, it's hard, right? Like there's so much science behind this and Matt Wurst, who mm -hmm. was my old boss and you actually met and we're going to have on the podcast soon. And uh, he actually posted about how bad multitasking is and all that kind of good stuff. And it's hard, right? Because I think multitasking or pushing through that feeling sometimes feels good, right? Like I feel good that I'm pushing through, even though I'm tired, even though I know that I'm not in flow, right? Even though I know I'm not creative, I'm going to push through because I feel like I need to be behind that computer. Well, you're checking the box. Yes. Right. And like, it's hard because it feels good in one way, right? Even though it's stressful, it feels good. Sure. Because you want, you don't want to let someone down, but, 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 but if you look at it from a bigger perspective, you may be letting someone down if you're not oh, exploring yeah. it creatively and, right. and in your best frame of mind. You're 100% correct. And that's what I try to focus on. I try to focus on, it's not only hurting myself, I'm hurting the work, mm -hmm. right? And the people that I'm accountable to. So I try my best now and I know, and again, this is not even new science. This is, people have known this forever, right? Mm -hmm. Now I try my hardest to get up and take a walk. And when I come back, I'm like ready to work, reinvigorated like all right, it's also nice that you have an apple watch that tells you to do that oh i have i don't have one yet. oh i do no yeah, yeah, yeah. so i uh, like literally they're, they're telling me that you should be up uh for 12 hours during the day and when you are uh, sedentary for too long uh -huh. you get a little reminder to get oh up. wow that's interesting i've not bought one I've, I've wanted one but i'm always afraid like i'm gonna constantly be looking at it well, like I mean, there's another text message you should this. you should be afraid of that because i believe that yeah you're does it happen to you oh sure yeah but i mean i also know that um there are times to disconnect like as i said my computer's in the shop yeah and i showed up here with no backpack wow and just my cell phone and i'm here and i'm actually enjoying this day of doing something that's different well this is amazing i mean also like this is just two friends hanging out Right. Two like, friends hanging out. Like, um, yeah, this is a real conversation. Yeah. This is good. <laughs> this is actually, you know, yes, you're you're taping uh, an episode here, but we have this conversation all the time. Yeah, 100%. So one of the things I always like to talk about too and ask people are, is who inspires you in your life or who's inspired you in the past? And this doesn't have to be anybody who's necessarily famous. It could be your your dad, cousin, brother, mom, sister. Is there anybody in your life that you look to or towards for inspiration or who has inspired you before? Yeah, there, there, there is. Um, and I, um, I'm not going to name an individual, sure. but I will name, um, you know, the people that I've worked with. I mean, you know what our relationship is like mm -hmm. and how often we talk and, um, you know, that, um, I would answer the phone for you or the text message or whatever it is and, and yeah. vice versa. And, um, I would say that the people in the group, um, I go to different people for different things yeah. and that really has inspired me. Um, and, and it's really funny. There are, remember I told you about 80% of the, the stuff that I heard was sort of predictable and yeah. then 20% was, you know, earth shattering to me. Somehow, some way I have a very crystal clear recollection of certain 
mind shattering things that were said to me mm -hmm. and where I was. Yeah, I like that. That, that. that makes sense, right? There's different situations that you're inspired from different people. Yeah, and I just remember uh, I was talking to Jocelyn when I was in uh, Harlem and she said, um, it's really important to be, um, uh, you know, uh, not do, do it on your own. Yeah. I remember yeah. talking to Sabrina and she said, you're forming a collective <laughs> as I was going into yeah. yoga. Yeah. You know? yeah. And, and, and you and I have had conversations along those lines where sort of things just came together. And so I think it's important to have a network of people you could trust, but not, you know, you don't need a network of 6,000 people. No, definitely. I think, I think you hit something that's really important. It's also the person you, it's good to be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. and be around people that allow you to do that without judgment. There's a professor, a pro the professor that I um, had, the first professor I had in grad school, Don Bates, uh, uh -huh. who I invited to the group. Don, um, I used to reach out to him in between jobs. Got it. You know, and, I thought you were actually going to talk to him as if he's like listening right now. Yeah, well, I, Don, I, please yeah. join the collective if you well, haven't already. Well, he is. He is. A oh, he is. All right. He's fantastic. I'm not, I need to say hello. He, yeah, say hello to Don. I will. Um, and so Don and I used to meet, so like in between CIA and MasterCard and then we would meet but every time we would meet we would start at a coffee shop and by the end of the day where we were having drinks yeah and maybe we even had lunch together like it was like we would go from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. coming up with the wackiest <laughs> ideas of like what we could do how we could do it and uh, who we could connect with and you know that that kind of sort of like generosity yeah yeah because guess what um he told me a story uh, that that i i've repeated many times he told me of, of a, a person that's a professional in the pr world okay that um when he goes to lunch with someone that's a friend and the friend asks him for advice mm -hmm. he um after the lunch he sends the friend a bill interesting okay i was actually going to ask you about that like there are two polarizing school of thoughts, basically. Give away advice, don't give it away advice. Meet with people, don't meet with people. Like, I don't think that you should charge. I think that's just sort of, um, uh, it's sort of a, 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 like a way of establishing that there's value for what this guy was giving. Uh -huh. Like this conversation that you and I have, the conversations we have all the time, we're doing it as friends. Yeah. But there are people that call me and say, hey, Jay, can you help me? And, um, you know, there's, you know, you could look at it in many ways. Uh, one is, uh, could I charge this person? Yeah. I haven't been successful at charging people for that. No, I mean, yeah. yeah. But the other thing that I've noticed is that, um, you know, there are people that come to me and they ask me for the, for my time and I give it. And then what I do to them is I say, hey, we've talked uh, for about an hour. I've given you um, some food for thought around ideas and stuff like that. And um, we talked about the, the meaning of core values. Mm -hmm. Your assignment is to write your core values. I love that. And then I say to them, and one in 10 yeah. actually come back with something. Wow. As a one challenge. One in 10, okay. One in 10. Yeah. Meaning, wow. meaning. I, I thought it would be higher than that. No, yeah. it's not. Yeah. It's not. It's like they're all the time I have these conversations with people. They're like, oh, give me this. Can you tell me this? Can you sure. tell me this? And then they leave and then they, you know, and they do nothing yeah. with, what, with what it is. And it's like, not only are they getting value from, from my time, but when they create the core values or mm -hmm. whatever it is that's most appropriate for that situation, mm -hmm. they're putting some, a stake in the ground and some ownership in, in what they're doing. Yeah, so why do you think it's so low though? Like why, why do you think people go off and, and do something different or like something you that- You want a shortcut. 
they want the easy way out. They want to be able to push a button and have it uh, have it work. They want to be able to apply for a job. And, and why is no one hiring me? Yeah, yeah. Well, guess what? That that the world is uh, that world is gone. You know, we're not going to go into a whole rabbit hole of discussing what it's like to get a job through, uh, you know, all these systems yeah. and, and all that stuff. That's that's but that world <laughs> that's is a gone. Whole podcast. That's a whole other podcast. Yeah. But, but but what I'm saying and what I've said to a lot of people is that when you're looking for something you're not asking hey can you get me a job you're asking someone to connect you with someone else so that when the time is right they could think of you it's you're playing a long game you're planting seeds planting seeds planting seeds bija yeah that's the that's the essential oil we're working on it's mean it means seed wow and 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 yeah you're planting seeds and Two months from now, maybe someone will say, I remember when I was talking to Jay, yeah, yeah. and Jay said he knew this. Or five years from now. Five years. And isn't that cool to have a, to have a life where like all the seeds are sprouting? That's amazing. No, I, I mean, if you look at Build and Inspire, the blog, the podcast, everything, like, I always give things away. Like I've even, so you know very well, I've been in sales most of my life and I focus a lot on sales right now. It's pretty much my main focus mm-hmm. and I always like to tell people uh, I'm not motivated by money <laughs> yeah and I'm like I'm probably the worst salesperson right I'm yeah. not motivated by money yeah, but that's, that's why you didn't, that's why once. you didn't close the deal with me yeah right. <laughs> exactly right? no no but, but I understand it's, that's never hurt. it's actually just you're motivated by relationships and, and 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 good work and good work and people can sniff out um you know uh inauthentic people that will say what you're saying and not 100%. believe it yeah no, I, I've been in meetings where I'm selling my particular product and they're telling me what they need. I'm like, oh, you need our competitor, <laughs> <laughs> right? And I've been in there with uh, sales leaders, with executives and like, what are you doing? What? No, yeah. I'm like, it doesn't help us to sell them something they don't need, right? Yeah, and well, I, I mean, I was, uh, I used the product the other day. Um, I bought it at a dollar store. Uh-huh. It was a, uh, a form of, um, a liquid dish soap. Okay. And on the product, it said made with oxy. Okay. Like oxy, like the cleaner, oxy cleaner, like made with oxy gen in little, okay. Little letters. So the, you fell for it. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they wanted to, to have like the oxygen is a word. Yeah. And so uh, they <laughs> yeah. wanted people to think that it was made with oxy, which is a proprietary, yeah, yeah. um, trademark patent. They used to sell it on TV. Sure. Yep. And, and like that there's a good association, but then when someone reads the product and, and sees that they, all they did was trick you yeah then no thank you Bye. i'm not i'm not buying that Perfect. again and now we know it you're telling you're saying it on the podcast oh now we know this is yeah. gonna go exactly. viral <laughs> <laughs> like, i mean that, that there's a company that is yeah us. at the dollar store at the dollar store yeah i mean that's the worst example but you know the point, no, is, that, the no. point is that it happens at all levels it happens at all levels right? if you're being inauthentic and and you bring someone in you may make a few bucks, but yeah, eventually you're, you're, it's going to catch up with you. It's short-term thinking versus long-term thinking. Yes. And long-term thinking will always get you ahead. And, you know, one of the things that I always like to ask people too is what demotivates you sometimes, right? And I, and I think it's good to focus on, quote unquote, the negatives because then we could build tactics and strategies to fix them, right? And you know, I do this even in sales, like what don't you like about the product? What don't you like about, I joke, like about me and my hair, right? Mm-hmm. And my Jersey hair. Because I wanna know 
what's negative so then we could fix it, right? So many people are afraid of it. So, and like you mentioned, sometimes it's hard being an entrepreneur, right? Or a solopreneur or getting up and doing things like, how do you fight that? And like, what brings yeah. you down sometimes? What brings you down sometimes? What brings you down sometimes is sort of like, you know, having pure thinking and, and believing in what it is that I'm doing, but then knowing that, you know, people are not in, in control of their destiny yeah. and knowing that, you know, the person that I talked to, uh, really believed in me and what I could do, but then the system takes over sure. and, uh, uh, you know, as a result of some factor that's beyond my control or their control, yeah. it doesn't work out. Yeah. And so I think that what demotivates me is sort of this, um, it's sort of, a uh, there's a couple things. When people make assumptions, mm. that's what they believe, but yeah. it's not true most yeah. of the time. Yeah. Did you know what, did you see what they were doing there? They were doing that to spite me. Yeah. Well, it's they always, weren't. Well, people, right, I, I heard this quote once, like, you're the main character of your own story. Yes. Right? And people are always looking at it like they were doing something for me. And most of the time, people weren't even thinking about you. It, right? That's, that's right. I mean, there's so many assumptions that you could make, um, about, um, you know, why something happened, why something didn't happen. And at the end of the day, um, you'll never know if, yeah. if it's right or wrong. And so if, if like, you know, I think it's really important for people to just, um, take an inventory of like the things that they're thinking yeah. and own them as opposed to just using them as an excuse. Oh, there's no chance that I could do this. Sure. That's too hard. Yeah. That bothers me. Um, you know, I woke up and despite all of the, the people that were saying, you know, Jay, wouldn't it be easier if you just went back to one of those guys that you worked with before? Sure. Wouldn't it be easier? You know, what are you going to do about health insurance? What are you going to do about this? What are you going to do? Yeah. That sort of like that sort of negative energy just brought me down, and, and I I would get a, I got a phone conversation. I got back from Thailand, and I got a phone call from someone, and um, she said to me, you know, Jay, now that you're back, you know, it's time to start making <laughs> yeah, some money. And yeah. I'm like, do you think that I don't realize that? Yeah, yeah, no, I know that. Yeah, um, and and I know that it will happen in in the right time. I I agree. I mean, and you you have fantastic clients already. I do. I have, uh, I have several um, paying clients that um, I love spending time with mm -hmm. that are being very generous with me and I'm being generous with them. It's, they're not just clients, they're partners. Yeah. I'm not a vendor. No, I, I see you taking pictures with them and posting it on Instagram when you're just either hanging out or at a business meeting. And even when it's a business meeting, truthfully, and this is amazingly positive it doesn't even seem like a business meeting it looks like you it just you guys are just hanging out i i was out last night with my client chris sorby and we um we had a, a serious business meeting or as serious as they get with them <laughs> i mean that it wasn't the you know it was the you know we had business to talk about yeah and it, was, it wasn't before long that we had some prosecco That's and amazing. then it wasn't before long that we went to the patio and 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 had some uh, some more and you know and that that ability to to connect um, on a business level and a personal level and really leave the night as mm -hmm. a as a just uh, having fun, and then go out with your 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 uh, you know your team and celebrate. Yeah, that's good. 
That's amazing. One of the other things, and you've inspired me because it's something that I'm very interested in and I'm actually actively pursuing and hope to tell people about somewhat soon is uh, through this whole experience, you've actually become a professor. I have. Yeah. Um, Was this something you would have had the time or would have thought about doing or any one of the, any possibility when you were at your nine to five? It's something that I always wanted to do. It's just something that I didn't have the mental capacity to consider um, at that point in my life. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I mean, I probably could have figured it out, but I just wasn't in the right frame of mind. Yeah. And so isn't it funny that I'm on this trip and I get an email from someone um, um, at the university that I'll be teaching at that says, have you ever considered this? And I say, as a matter of fact, I have. And it's so great that you emailed me right now because I'd like to pursue this. Yeah. And then I went and, you know, had my interview and now I'm a professor. And as That's I amazing. plan That's my class awesome. and, and think about the parallels between what I'm going to be teaching students about social media and marketing and what we're doing and think about the organization that we've built together yeah. when you, Leo, could come in and, and talk about the Oreo moment yeah. and, and what went into that. And I could have a lawyer come in to talk about the law of social media. I could have someone talk about paid media. I could talk Amazing. about um, creativity. Yeah. And, and it's sort of like an embodiment of what we're building. And the course that I'm going to teach is, is actually I've been studying syllabus, uh, syllabi. Okay. And I've been noticing that, like, there's a lot of, uh, you know, stuff out there where it's like, hey, I'm going to teach a social media course and the project is going to be to create a Facebook page. Mm -hmm. That's not the course I'm going to teach. The course I'm going to teach is going to be about um, storytelling, Amazing. value, um, how does social media connect? The human connection. The human connection. But not only that, how do you execute in an environment that doesn't make the assumption that you're the one posting? Oh, yeah. Business environments, yeah. advertising environments, content creation, and how do they all seamlessly work approach, together? Right? Yeah. Because which is, which is the way it needs to be. Well, sure. I mean, yeah, it's great if you're really good at your Instagram channel, <laughs> but that doesn't mean that you're going to be effective at the business of social media. Yeah. No, that is true. And I think a lot of times, yeah, even from an agency perspective, right, they're not looking at things holistically. Yeah. Um, I've experienced that in my career and, um, you know, the biggest thing that um, a client or an agency could do is to focus on the brief yeah. and to focus on the audience and mm -hmm. to focus on the product and how the product uh, should be highlighted. Like you can't go off and say, hey, I'm going to just create some posts and not know that stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. So, uh, and I, I want to tell you what I'm thinking in my head before you answer the question, but where do you see the collective in like five, 10 years? Because I'm thinking like we have a commune, we move out to somewhere. Mm -hmm. No, like we're going to go to an island, you know, not in Pennsylvania. We, that's we like compost. Uh, I mean, there's nothing wrong with uh, uh, Pennsylvania <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with compost. Well, it's too cold. Maybe can we do it? Like, no, I was thinking of like a uh, tropical island. All right. Um, and we just live there, work there, we live there, work there, grow our uh, own food. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> But um, at, the end, no, at the end of the day, the part of the beauty of this organization is the, the principles it was founded upon, which is this sort of virtual nature. So I see um, 
the place we are at now, um, the part of the value and beauty of it is that, you know, I'm paying my membership fee and there's an ability for people to come in and pay, uh, come in and, and join me. But like, we also have the ability to scale and get a small office and then a bigger office and then a bigger office. But that's the thing. We, I don't want to necessarily, you may not even need an office. We might not need it, but but I do like the idea that here we have conference rooms. We have the option, but not where someone needs to come in. I like the idea of working with clients and, and bringing them here and feeling that energy. But I do feel that, um, you know, what we, um, at, at a certain point, we're going to, we're going to have a, um, uh, we're going to refine our, our models and the way we work. Yeah. I also see possibility of, of, a, of a, a membership based organization. The member, the members of the collective now are not paying anything and they're mm-hmm. getting a lot of value. Yeah. I mean, I think that there are people in this world that would really appreciate and, and, pay money yeah. to be a part of this community. Now, now that's a difficult well, thing to, 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 to consider. I, I don't think it's that difficult to be honest. I, you know, you have overhead, right? Like I have overhead. You're paying for the Facebook workplace. You're paying for internet this. Internet hosting, all, all the things, exactly. advertising, all that stuff. So I think that that's, I think there's something there. Yeah. And, um, what's going to be hard. The, the thing that I'm, I'm struggling with the most at this point is like, you know, you meet people and people are like, you know, Jay, I want to work with you. And I'm like, well, I want to work with you too. Yeah. But at a certain point, I'm not going to be able to be the, the lead on, 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 on most of the projects. Yeah. And so what I need um, is to work with people that I could trust that have the values of the group mm-hmm. and the best interest of the clients in their mind and, and, and grow like that. Well, I'll tell you, I'd absolutely be happy to pay and you you and i have talked yes, about, we've talked about that like, very early i happily give money to be part of this because i do see the value in it and I, again just from a straight business perspective i know it costs you money there's, there's another right? factor here and it goes back to the point that i made with regards to um i'm asking someone to do something an assignment after i give them advice mm-hmm. when you pay for something you take it more seriously agreed agreed you know, it's 100%. like, you know, it's like this podcast. I mean, if someone listened to this, this is a very, I mean, people will listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> if someone listens to it. We'll get some sponsors soon, we'll, we'll, you yeah. know, like we're, we're, we're merch. giving, we're giving a lot of merch. Yeah. We're yeah, giving yeah. a lot of secrets here and, um, and there's no shortage of people giving a lot of secrets. Yeah, out. Yeah, the question is like, doing it. what are you going to do about it? Yeah, exactly. I was are you going to invest the time? Like how long is this thing going to be? And, and is someone going to spend an hour to listen to us or exactly. two hours? Who knows? And you know, one of the things I always tell people, there's no other J. Yes. Right. Like your journey, your experiences, your knowledge has brought you here for you to be able to do the things you do. And the same thing for me, everyone, mm-hmm. every single individual is unique, has their own unique experiences. So there's no other J. That's right. You, know, you, you could share everything you want, everything about the collective. I'm not afraid, and I'm not afraid to. And, yeah. I've, and I've, I've been in environments where people are. Yeah. And as I, as we all know, it's like, it's, it's what you too. do with it. So if you're not willing to like, it's like, you know, I have a, something great to say on Facebook. It yeah. doesn't mean it's going to go get attention. I felt like that earlier on in my career where I'd be, I was at JWT, J. Walter Thompson, and I'd be afraid to share my ideas and it'd be like a creative meeting. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I didn't want to share my ideas. Like that sounds crazy. Right. But it was, I was afraid of someone else stealing it because it has happened before. Right. And someone came to me once and said, listen, if you had that one great idea, you're going to have many other ideas. Yeah. And if there are people stealing ideas, 
they don't have any good ideas or, you know, they're farther and fewer between. So share your ideas. You, you will yeah, have I mean, more. It's, it's, yeah, you'll be able to sleep better at night. Exactly, right? And then also like, at the end of the day, why would I not want it? Like, that whole meeting was to share ideas for a client, for right? A client. Why would I feel, why should I feel but any if, kind of insecurity? But if you're more connected to the work uh, and you share the idea and you sort of are able to say, okay, now that I shared that idea, I'm gonna be able to see it through. I mean, that's pretty powerful. Yeah, no, it is. So uh, before I let you go, or we go over at the, the terrace over here, Yeah. just uh, give you an opportunity to plug anything you're working on, any clients, even I think most importantly too, if someone does want to join the collective, what yeah. can they do, what should they do? Well, the website is the-collective.nyc and a lot of detail is on there about what we do, how we do it, who we are. Mm -hmm. And if you're interested in joining, um, you could contact us and um, we'll arrange a blood test and a psychological <laughs> screen. Yeah, I had to go through some crazy things. Yeah, just kidding. Yeah, hair samples, um, everything. No, I mean, uh, but, 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 we do take it seriously because it's like, you know, um, remember this was based on people that I've known. Yeah. And so it's not like I'm going to just, you know, have you fill out a form and let you in. Sure. Like, so there's, there's a, there's, you know, there's that and we'll talk, we could talk about that, but, more, um, but if you wanted to work with us as a, um, you know, a customer of the collective, um, I'm happy to spend some time with you and other members of the group and sort of then, determine what it is that you need and then make a proposal of, of how we would go about it. Um, not just like in the way that everyone else would yeah, go about yeah. it. I mean, we're talking about following a proprietary methodology to yeah. determining what it is that you need and how we're going to fulfill it. Amazing. So yeah, so just reach out to us and you could also call our phone line. Um, I'm very proud to be using, um, it's so old school. I have a phone number and I was so excited to create a voice that over using the, uh, the, uh, sounds of Luther Vandross in the background. Well, you called me uh, and I was driving Yes. and you're like, I'm gonna put you on hold. <laughs> and I, and I'm like, Oh wait, let me call him back. And then you call me back two seconds later and you're like, no, I wanted you to listen to the hold music. That's right. So I put, <laughs> put him on hold. And, and so you, I will put you on hold as well if you want to get some Luther, <laughs> but the number is uh, 212. Six five nine two five zero six. So you can call at any time and listen to uh, our professionally recorded voiceover. And we're using an entrepreneurial system. All right. Remember, this is so awesome. I don't need to buy some crazy, you know, um, no. system. Yeah. I, I, you know, you could get me at any time, and I'm not hiding it. I'm not making it <laughs> seem like I'm. I'm like whatever. So call me. Amazing. The number is two one two six five nine two five zero six. That's two one two six five nine two five zero six. Call now. Two one two limited supply. Six five right? two five zero six. All right. Bye everyone. Hope you were inspired to build something amazing. Bye.